it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you per the use, but this one is a good one, guys. Grab your favorite drink, call a friend, make sure you share it. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview I had with Daniela Coffee. Um, Daniela is a phenomenal coach, a woman of God, and she just has so much wisdom. And she shared a lot of her wisdom and knowledge with us, just being transparent, sharing her story was just very, very inspirational for me. And just to be very clear, like this particular day when I did this interview, I was just feeling some kind of way. I was a little tired. I honestly did not feel like doing the interview. But when I got done with our interview, I was pumped and during it, I was all in and I was ready and excited just to learn more. And even when I was preparing to edit this podcast, I totally forgot that that was what I was doing. And I began to just get right involved back into that conversation and got even more out of it, just listening to it for a second time. So I really think you're going to enjoy it. Get your pen and paper, get your favorite drink. And here's a little bit of Daniela's bio. As a businesswoman, wife, and restaurateur, Daniela's decades of experience in spiritual, personal, and professional development is what sets her apart from other coaches and influencers. As the founder and CEO of two women-based organizations, Virtuous Women and Women of Faith Entrepreneur Network, also known as the WOFN, Daniela is leading the pack as the leadership success coach showing millions how to innate change in their personal lives and professionally with spiritual strategy. I know you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Daniela Coffey. Welcome, Daniela. Welcome. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. No problem. I'm super excited to uh, chat with you today. I like to start with a fun fact. So tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Oh, gosh. Um, So most people probably know this, but um, I am a fur mom. And so I've been incorporating my dog when I go speaking. So she kind of comes out before I do. So I talk about I have a 15 month old and I go into these, these crazy details. And then most people think it's a child. 
but it's my fur baby because I'm a fur mommy. So um, that's a fun fact about me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so do you, do you just only have the one fur baby? Just one. That's all this household can handle. Her personality, you know, kind of is kind of um, uh, protruding out of the windows because she has such a big personality. So just one, one, that's enough. That is enough. Understandable. That's how I feel about one child. I have one child and that's enough for me. <laughs> Listen, girl, they, they're just like, oh my God. I, I do eventually want a child, but you know, right now we're just, we're going to take that a little slow. Kids are expensive. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you wear many hats. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background and your current business and everything. Okay. Um, so my background is I come from a, a background of, of an entrepreneur. My father has the oldest soul food restaurant here in Chicago. Uh, we've been in business close to 50 years. And, um, and so I was raised as a entrepreneur. I was raised to go to school, get an education and become your own entrepreneur. And so I've worked in the hospitality uh, restaurant tour um, field for many, many years, um, for well over 20 years. So I grew up in the family business. Um, and then later on, I had a passion and I desired to become a nurse. So I ended up going to school to become a nurse, receiving my bachelor's of science of nursing. Um, and so um, I've always been in a position of leadership. Um, that was, I think that was because I was just raised to be that way. Um, and so even in the business, in a family business, you know, being management position, management position and things of that nature. So um, as time progressed, I um, went through, you know, some tough periods in life as we all have. And um, I saw myself um, helping my father to build a successful business. He was grooming me. He was he was grooming me for to become a strong leader, grooming, grooming me for the entrepreneur journey and really did not realize that was what was going on at the time. So I was implementing different ideas. The business was growing. Um, he gave me a position of, you know, a time frame where we had to implement some things and see how, you know, the business could grow. And when I implemented those things, I got the team together. I was holding these weekly meetings. And after the weekly meetings, I was seeing that our numbers were like going out the roof. It was just strategies and tools. So all this time I'm like, oh, okay, this is just what I do. Um, So fast forward until now, and now I'm a leadership success coach, and I'm also the CEO and founder of Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network. Um, And so that's what I do. I teach women globally how to build their business around their faith, not their faith around their business, by creating bold leaders, by creating women, by helping women to really acknowledge who they are, know their worth. And um, just because you're in this faith-based realm or you're in this, on this faith-based walk, it does not mean you cannot charge for your worth. You know, we always use that excuse, my gift will make room for me, or, you know, I don't think I should be charging that much because it's ministry. No, ministry and money goes hand in hand. And so I'm really, 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 really excited about showing women the foundational pieces of being an entrepreneur, having your foundation stable having your foundation in place as an entrepreneur so that when seasons like this happen, you're able to stand. 
So that has been, that's been a part of my journey. Interesting. So you, you know, you grew up in the family restaurant business with your mm-hmm. father. Then, um, then you went to school for nursing. So you became a nurse and, um, and now you're, you know, you're a coach and you're teaching and training. How do you, you know, how did you transition into each role? I'm just trying to, you know, get a clear picture. Okay. Um, I tell people that life is about evolving. And I was, and this is just side note, Brandy, for those of you all that are in a place and you're like, what is my purpose? I don't understand. I'm, I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried this, that, and the other. And life is about evolving. But the one thing, the scripture that I stand on firmly is all things work together for the good of them that love God, who's called according to his purpose. And so the one thing that I've, I'm very firm on, I've done this, I've done that, I've been involved in this. But when I sit down and look at it, the core value, the core of who I was, was a woman of faith, right? It was a woman of faith that was building a business. Even though I've built multiple businesses, I've been involved in multiple things and I've helped people create different businesses, but I'm still, the core of who I am is a woman of faith. And so um, as time has progressed, I, I learned myself. I'm still learning myself. Um, and it has, that journey has taken me through different, it's taken me, it's taken me on a journey. And so that journey has been the leadership. That journey has been um, teaching women how to build successful businesses. That journey has been with um, relationship coaching because I've gone through that journey. So my experience has made me the expert. And I say that to a lot of other women as well. Don't de-minimize um, your experiences because your experiences is what make you the expert. So I hope that answers your question. Sure does. Sure does. I always, you know, I'm interested because um, I'm absolutely the same way. I've done many things and I've had my hands in, in many things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now I'm working with, uh, beauty professionals and coaching them in their business and helping them and um, everything that I've done for the last several years have you know led up to me you know being able to do that the experiences I've had and mm-hmm. um, working with other beauty professionals and being an entrepreneur as a beauty professional for 13 years myself so mm-hmm. I absolutely um, can understand that I always am interested in um, learning more about people's journeys and you know how they get to where they are yeah absolutely yeah it has definitely been a journey um, and it has been you know through different experiences and through um, just interacting with different people and then it, it did come to a point was you know sharing the story of last year um, last year I went through a really really deep depression uh, went through this depression for about six and a half months. And um, the end of 2018, you know, how we do our, uh, what we call in the church, we do our um, our midnight service, right? Going over into 2000, in, into the new year. Yeah, the watch. And so, yes. And so uh, I was at service in 2018. And I just, I remember praising my way through. I remember saying, God, 2019 is going to be my year. I mean, just praise Dan, praise Dan and praise Dan. And so then January 1st hit of 2019. And I was like, wow, I just was, I don't know. I was just feeling some kind of way. I didn't quite understand. And then February hit and then March hit. And I was in a very, very dark place. 
Um, I didn't quite understand what was going on. I uh, just didn't want to be bothered with people, family, uh, my husband. I didn't want, I just didn't want to be bothered. Um, I was feeling a lot of insecurity. I was comparing myself to a lot of people. What's wrong with me, God? What's going on with my journey? Why is it not happening? I mean, it was just a whole lot going on at that time. And it caused me to fall into a deep depression. Now, mind you, I would still show up when I needed to show up. And I was still, you know, if I needed to speak because I had um, things on my calendar that I had to fulfill. So I was still showing up. I was still speaking. I was still doing those things. But then coming back home, it was like, you know, putting the cover over my head and just was like, I'm not good enough. What's going on with me? I, I just don't feel like I'm, I'm meeting the needs. I don't feel like I'm. Um, I'm, um, I'm just, I just didn't feel it. I just, period. I, that's the best way for me to put it. Um, and so I fell into this really deep, deep, dark depression. And, um, and so that happened, that went on for about six months from January up into, um, to July. And then it was July 1st. I'll never forget July 1st. I got out of my bed. I went into my bathroom. I looked into the mirror and I said to myself, I'm done with about to. I said to myself, Daniela, you are worth it. Daniela, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Daniela, you had, I had to make a conscious decision, Brandy, that today, today, this has to stop. You can no longer stay here. You can no longer lay here. You can no longer stay in this mental space because that mental space is going to cause it to be a domino effect. And I started seeing some things that was domino affecting in my life and so um I had just made a conscious decision it's time to get up it's time to it's time to do the work so interesting yeah so Mm -hmm. tell me what do you think led to your depression did you feel like imposter syndrome or you know were you stuck because you weren't walking you know um in your purpose and you knew you weren't but you didn't know how to start walking in your purpose what was it do you think that caused it um, there was a few things I think that caused it. One was, of course, imposter syndrome, because you always feel like, you know, no, I'm not good enough. You know, in some areas of your life, you feel that, you know, this world is just is noisy. You know, um, what I'm doing, every somebody else is doing. Um, God, what's my purpose? What what impact am I supposed to make? So you always and then a lot of it came from comparison. Right. I was comparing my gift to other folks' gift. I felt as if God was elevating a lot of other people and he wasn't elevating me. I mean, I just, I was angry with God. Just let me just keep it real. I was mad at him. I felt like the people that I was investing in was not investing back in me. I was expecting people to do things for me because I had done things for them and they weren't giving it back. They weren't pouring back like I was pouring. I mean, I just really had, a lot of anger and a lot of comparison issues, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that caused some of the depression. It, that caused some of it. So until you get honest with yourself, I have two things that I had to do. I had to change my procedure, my perception and my procedure. And I teach about this um, because it's all about your perception, right? It's all about how you perceive things. And a lot of times it's also about acknowledgement. And I think a lot of times, if we don't acknowledge where we are, we'll never get to where we're going, right? 
if we don't acknowledge where we are, we'll never get to where we're going. And I know people want to say, speak life over yourself, speak who you are, you know, let there be, I am this and I am that. But even the Bible says, in all of the, your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And so that means from a natural standpoint, in a GPS, it always asks you your current location, right? It says your current location, and then it asks you for your destination. But you can never get anywhere if you don't acknowledge your current location. So sometimes we have to acknowledge our current position, not to say you'll live in it, right? Not to say you're going to stand in it, but you can stand on it. But I have to acknowledge this is how I feel. This is where I am. It's communication, communication between you and God. God, this is how I feel. And I know that you said I'm the head and not the tail, but I feel like the tail today. I know you said I'm the lender and not the borrower, but God, why I feel like I'm borrowing? So you have to acknowledge where you are in order for him to direct your path to where he wants you to go. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I think this is great. And so you got to the point where one day you just got up and said, I'm done with, I'm about to. Yes, I'm done with about to. Yeah, I'm done with about to. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's dive into that. So I'm done with about to is basically I'm done with about to putting myself before everybody else. I'm done with about to taking on the problems of other people. I'm done with about to um, starting that book that I said I was going to start years ago. I got the transcript on my computer, but I haven't sent it into the editor. I'm done I'm done with about to starting my blog. I'm done with about to connecting with people that I know or sending that email for that next connection. I'm done. I'm done with about to starting my speaking engagements or, you know, reaching out to people or collaborating or networking. I'm done with that. So it just really was a push, a push for those, that, those of us that procrastinate. We procrastinate on our dreams, procrastinate on our lives. You know, sitting in the classroom of, um, of your dream, but you're, but you're helping somebody else's dream become a reality. So I'm done with that. I'm done with making me last. I'm done with not self. I'm done with not taking care of myself, not just my physical self, but my mental self. I'm done with that. And so that's how that, that, um, that movement came along with girl. I'm done with about to. Awesome. So what are some steps that we can take to, to overcome procrastination? So, like I said, there's two steps that I like to take, um, and that's the procedure and also the, um, the procedure as well as the perception and the procedure. So the first step is I'm going to give you an NBA, right? So the first step is make a decision. That's the first step. And so making a decision is all about the perception. It's time to make up in your mind that come hella hot water, I have to make a decision. I made a decision on, on uh, July 1st that I was not about to lay in this. I was not about to, about to keep being depressed. I made a conscious decision. So the first one is make a decision. There's some things on our lives that we're kind of pity patting around and we just know we need to make a decision. If it's make a decision to make a phone call, make the phone call. It is to make a decision that I need to call this person and ask this person to forgive me, or I need them to I need them to ask me for forgiveness. Make the phone call. If it's send the email, send the email. 
So the first step is to make a decision. The second step is called B, is believe in something greater than you. So I don't care how much, you know, people say, you just believe in you. Yep, I can believe in me, but there are some days I need to pull from something that is greater than me, right? And that is God, that's who I call him. So I have to pull from him. I have to say, God, you know what? I don't believe I can, but through you, I can do all things, you know? And so believing in something that is greater than you. And then the third thing is A, is get up off your ask. And that's A-S-K. And that means some of us have pride issues, right? We suffer with pride because we think we can do it by ourselves. We think we can go through this journey by ourselves. We think we can build a business by ourselves. We think we don't need to ask for help, right? It's a simple question is ask. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. So everything is geared around you doing something. And so asking is a big thing for us. If we just open up our mouths and just ask, ask for what you desire. And just because one person may tell you no, keep asking. Because I promise there's somebody out here for every no, there is a yes. For every no, there is a yes. So the MBA is make a decision, believe in something greater than you, and then also get up off your ass. I love it. I love it. Yes. I think that's great. That's definitely a tweetable right there. And it's interesting because, you know, I, I'm all about asking for what you want. I know it's biblical and I also have a strong sales background. So I'm used to asking somebody to purchase something, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, for the ask. And so I understand that it's that simple that the more people I connect with, the more people I ask, the more likely I am to receive what I'm trying to get. You know, I, that's going to get me closer to the yes. But why mm -hmm. do you think it's so hard for people just to simply do that? Ask for what they want. Ask for what they need. Ooh. Ooh, Brandy, that one right there, that's, that was a good question, okay? <laughs> Listen, I was listening to one of my mentors the other day, T.D. Jakes. I mean, he is just like my mentor, right? And he said something. He said, the hardest thing for leaders to do is ask for the help that they teach. Wow. That, now, that's a tweetable, right? That right there just... When he said that, he said the hardest thing for a leader to do is ask for the help that they teach or ask for the help that they give. I was like, wow, 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 wow. And so I think what happens is because we have this sense of pride and we have because I pride is something that even now, you know, just transparent moment, even now, sometimes I have some I have some challenges with. Right. Because, you, because you're there for everybody, you speak life over everybody, especially leaders, especially in the, um, the leadership role and in position. Um, mamas and, you know, mommies and fathers and, you know, your children depend upon you. And sometimes you're like, you know what, mommy just don't have it today. I, I, I want to be this great mom, but then I need to, then you feel guilty because you're being selfish, right? And you're saying, not today, baby, because mama needs to take care of mama. Or you may say, you know what, I need to get a babysitter because I need to go back, I need to reset and regroup. And then part of you feels guilty because, you know, my baby may need me at the time. But you can't give something you don't have. You just can't. And so um, I think the reason being that it's so hard is because we have pride, a lot of us, and because we feel like um, 
we feel like we have to. We just like, we just have to, we have to be a certain way. We, I'm telling you, especially as leaders, if we can ever get to a place of transparency with people and let, and let people know that even as a leader, as a preacher, as a pastor, as an evangelist, as a business owner, listen, I have moments. I have moments when I don't feel like this is going to work. I have moments when I don't feel like that. You know, I have my depressed moments. I have my moments where things are not meeting up. You know, there is more bills than money. I have those moments besides making this thing look like, you know, especially social media. We, they just make it look like everybody on top. Everybody is doing well. Everybody got millions of dollars in the bank. No. Everybody is beautiful all the time. No, behind the scenes, it's work. Behind the scenes, you may be up two or three o'clock in the morning with your head scarf on trying to figure out, how am I going to do this? Let me build my content. Let me get this squeeze page done. You know, let me go ahead and start this email campaign. Let me build out this program and this, let me build this thing out. That's the work part. So I think it's just a pride thing and then feeling as if though we have to be on point at all times. No, it's called human. Because no one is at all times. I love that. Um, because while I am the leader in my group, mm -hmm. and I'm the coach and the mentor and everything, mm -hmm. I'm very, you know, I try to be very transparent with like, okay, I had to get my own thoughts back on track this week because mm -hmm. I explained to them how this happened to me, and I know it may happen to some other women, how I, God gives me a lot of downloads, right? So I'm getting ideas, and I'm getting all these ideas, and mm -hmm. it's a lot of great stuff, mm -hmm. but it's so big, it's bigger than what I can see Yes, that's possible, right? And the more and more I look at it, it's almost like the bigger it gets, right? So it's now, now it's like, okay, I want to do this. I want to build this. I got to do the membership site. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, like, yes, I don't do nothing yes. because I feel like stressed of thinking of even trying to do all of these things, right? Because yes. I feel like I can't do it, but I know I cannot do it without God, but if he gave me the vision to do it, then he'll show me and give me the provision to do it. But what I also understand too, is that sometimes I have to break that thing down. It's okay to write it down Yes, and to work on one task at hand, get this task completed and then move on to the next task. Cause yes. it's very overwhelming trying to think about 10 different things that you want to implement. Then you're going to implement nothing. Absolutely. So I had this, I, that, that happened to me recently and I had to actually step back and kind of regroup. Okay. Let me regroup. Let me focus on what I can work on right now and achieve. That is good. And I was very, you know, transparent with them. And a lot of them love me sharing that because they feel the same way. They get overwhelmed with all these thoughts and all these different things. And I do too. So I helped, I helped them understand that, I can coach you through it, but I understand exactly what you're going through because yeah. I go through it myself and I have to make sure that I'm staying on track and I'm regrouping, I'm refocusing, and I also have a coach myself. And I think that's why I'm so transparent because I don't like it when people make it seem like, oh, they're just perfect. No. Well, you're perfect for me. You're not going to understand what I'm going through. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even want that relationship, be honest with you. <laughs> 
nope, I don't even want that relationship. If everything is always going well, you know, you stay over there because that ain't how it is over here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. No, mm-mm, absolutely. That is so good that you said that because I know that, especially creators, right? We we get these crazy downloads. And I just had this conversation so crazy. I just had this in my prayer time with God this morning. And so, Brandy, I talk to God just like I'm talking to you, right? I was like, Lord, listen, why would you give me this much exposure and this amount of vision? And, it, and it's overwhelming, right? And he said to me, he said, Daniela, everything that I divinely download does not mean it's time to upload and execute all at one time. And so what that meant when you said writing it down and not, you know, when you begin to write things down, it doesn't mean that everything you upload is time to execute at that time. But God, everything is being ordered. Our steps are being ordered by him. And then God will slowly start to divinely align us with the people because one person can't do it by themselves. I had to learn that the hard way. You you need a team. And so God, I started praying. I said, God, divinely connect me and then divinely disconnect me because there are some relationships that we got to be disconnected from in order to be divinely disconnected to, right? And so a lot of times there are people in our lives that is preventing new people from coming in because we got this wall up. I don't need no new friends. I don't need no new relationships. I'm good. I'm good with my circle of people. And God is like, no, that relationship, they may not look like you. They may not have the same religion. They may not be of the same color. They might not even speak the language that you speak, right? But at the end of the day, it's all aligning with the vision that I gave you. I'm aligning people and putting people in your life, right? That is going to help you to help you to build out the vision that I gave you. And so that's why we got to be careful how we treat people that we come in contact with, because you don't know who your next is attached to. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and if you don't mind, if I could share a story about this. Um, there was a gentleman that came into our place of business. And so he walked in and he was like, um, I was standing at the counter. I was in, the, I came out of the kitchen and so I was like hot and, you know, I had my, my uniform on and I was just kind of tired. So I was just kind of, you know, leaning on the counter. So he walked in and, you know, he walked in, he had on a suit and a tie, you know, dressed pretty well. And so he asked for, um, he said, may I speak to pastor? And I said, um, sir, he's a little busy right now. How may I help you? He said, I'm looking for a job. I don't need to speak with you. I need to speak with the owner. I need to speak with Pastor Hopkins. And I said, sir, I said, he's a little busy. Can I help you? And he said, no, you cannot let me speak to Pastor. I said, okay, no problem. So I proceeded to go in the back of the kitchen. I said, dad, there's a gentleman out here that's looking to speak with you. And so he walks to the front. My dad walks to the front. And then I just kind of go, you know, to the doorway. You can still see in the front. You may can't see me, but I can see you. And so I'm listening to the conversation. He's telling my dad about all of his credentials and how he can, you know, be a manager of the business and blah, blah, blah. So he says to my dad, my dad said, well, sir, he said, I told you what. Um, he said, all right now I'm in, in the transitioning part. I'm in this transitioning of my business. And he said, I'm not doing any hiring. I'm actually um, giving that over to my daughter. My daughter is now with transitioning the business to her. So she's doing all the hiring now. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm in the back on the door. He said, he said, let me go and get her so that she can go and she can do this interview here. So he comes to the door, which I was already standing there. And I walked out and you should have seen the face of that man drop. Wow. And so I said all this and he asked me, he apologized. He did say, I'm sorry. I do apologize because I did not know. And I said, you know what? I accept your apology, but I cannot take a chance on you treating one of my staff or my customers the way that you treated me based off of what you thought or who you thought they were. So, and I said to him, I said, you be careful how you treat the next person because you don't know who your next is attached to. Wow. So I share that story with people because we are so caught up in how somebody looks. We're so caught up in what they drive. We're so caught up in their status quo. We're just caught up in the wrong things. It's now, this is not the time to seek a person's platform. This is a time to really seek the power of God because it is the power that's going to destroy yokes in our personal lives and then the people that are around us. It's, and what I mean by the yokes, it is things that mind issues, things that we struggle with in our mind, right? Um, um, Self-esteem issues, low confidence, lacking direction, lacking clarity. Those things is what we need to now ask God for. You have to get into a place and say, God, I need your help. I need you to divinely download. I need you to divinely align me because we're going off of what we know and, and how they look and they, they're successful, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know how they got there and you sure don't know how they're maintaining to stay there. So you have to be very, very, very careful with who you do God divinely aligns you or who you allow yourself to be aligned with and make sure that it's a, it is a God alignment. So. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I love, I think that's a great story because, you know, you just never know yeah. who you're coming in contact with. Yeah. And I say that all the time. I'm, I've always been, you know, I'm nice from the janitor to the president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I speak to everybody. That's how I am. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like we're all people and I've, I've never been the type to treat people differently based off of whatever their status was or whatever. And I, I really live by that because you never know who's in your presence. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's so true. people maybe not know who I was cause I, my following wasn't so big mm-hmm. and they acted a certain way. Yes. Me. And yes. then when they saw that I had the power to open doors for them, then now. Yeah. Yeah, you people, I'm telling it, it's it just amazes me. It, it does, Brandy. I have seen some things. I've endured some things. Um, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. especially in this coaching industry, in this speaking industry. Um, so it, it oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's crazy. It's very crazy. But you know. One, two things my dad said. He said, Daniela, at the end of the day, you want to keep your heart right and your motive right. You have nothing to do with what their heart is, how their heart is, and what their motive is. Make sure yours is right. That's it. That's all. Right. That's all you can do. That's it. Yep. That is it. Absolutely. So you're an author. I want to talk about some of your books because I love these titles that you have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you got Live Your Best Life. Mm-hmm. And girl, get your man right. So yes. <laughs> let's talk yes, about that. Absolutely. Um, 
Live Your Best Life was an anthology that I was a part of, and the subtitle was Your Life is the Message. And so um, I did that about probably about maybe five years ago. And then my recent book was Girl, Get Your Mind Right. It's 31 Days, 31 Prayers, 31 Actions. And this book um, really came out of 2019 when I went through a depression. It came out of, um, it was 31 days. Every, every single chapter, there's 31 chapters. It's a very thin book. It's a very easy read, but it's scriptorial based. I had to go through this book. Um, it gives you so many different, it talks about favor, happiness, fearlessness. Um, it talks about discipline. It talks about being focused, preparation, um, the new career, opportunities, family. These are things that I really was asking God to do personally in my life day by day, right? And so that's what that 31 days, 31 prayers, 31 actions. Because after I prayed, he made me do something. <laughs> and that's how he works. You know, he'll, he'll say, okay, pray, divinely download. I need you to upload that there is something I need you to do. And so um, that's how that girl gets your mind right came into play. Awesome. I love it because like uh, Joyce Myers always says, um, if you will do what you can do, then God will do what you cannot do. Come on. That's good stuff there. So yes. We need to just, you know, make sure that we're not just asking God, but we're actually putting the action on that ass. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's been a blessing. Um, I've gotten several um, there's a prayer group that um, that I had started about two and a half years ago, and now there's another lady named Kim. She's um, she's taken over the prayer group, and they did this book for the the first of 2020. They did it for 31 days for January, and the 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 amount of testimonials and the amount of um, of, of blessings that came from this book, I was just in awe of what God had done. Um, how women really got their minds together after reading this book. So, yes, it's 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 definitely a blessing. It's a great read. It's an easy read, but it's a challenging read because it's going to challenge you in areas um, in which you probably really haven't been challenged in. Um, and it's going to make you look at you. This book is not for you to read and say, "Oh, that's for sister so and so," or "That's for my that's for my cousin." No, this is for you. This thing, God made this thing about me. Like he, he stopped saying, Daniela, you know, Daniela, Daniela would say, no, well, if she did this and I would do this, or if he did that, then my life would be different. No, everything that God permits you to go through, there's a lesson that you need to learn from it. And guess what? If you don't learn the lesson, you'll repeat the course. And so everything that I go through in life, everything Brandy. Every single challenge that I have now, I say to him, God, what is the lesson that I need to learn in this? Because this course, I don't want to repeat. Now, God, make me see me in this. Not my husband, not my mom, my brother, my dad. Make me see me in this. What could I have done better? What should I have done better? Was it, is my perception blurred, right? Mm -hmm. What is it? Make me see me. It ain't about nobody else. Make me see me because at the end of the day, we're, you're the one that's going to go through it. You're, going, you're the one that's not going to get the full blessings of God if you harbor and hold on it with unforgiveness and, you know, don't be honest with where you are. So God, what is it about me that I need to correct or that I need to 
um, change or I need to learn in this particular situation. Awesome. Awesome. I think that is awesome. So what are you excited about right now? Um, I'm really excited about, I have a, a membership now that we're doing Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network, where we are, um, it's more of an academy or a business development, business learning and development. And I'm really, really super excited about that now because I'm seeing the growth of women. I'm seeing their business grow. I'm seeing them grow as a woman and in business. I'm seeing so many women that are laying foundations that I know when they build upon it, it's going to be amazing. Um, so that's what's up for me right now. It's, it's really focusing on the members and the people and the clients that God has entrusted me with um, and really just um, asking God to use me to tr help to transform their lives, to help to um, be a blessing, um, to build their business, to keep their faith as their core value because our faith is being tested right now. It was easier for me to do it, you know, back in January or December or November of last year, but now your faith is really being tested, especially business owners. Um, and so um, really just seeing how women are just blossoming and their businesses are blossoming. So I'm just saying, you know, I made my first thousand dollars. I made my first 4,000. I made my first 10,000. And so to hear that is, is what really, really makes my heart sing. Yeah. So that's what I'm focused on now. Awesome. Awesome. I'll definitely make sure I include all of that in the show notes, including your books and everything as well. Okay. So tell us, how do you define success? Hmm, that's a good question. How do I define success? Probably if you had to ask me this maybe a few years ago, I would say, depending on the amount of money in my account. Yeah. That's probably what I would have said. I would have said then, but how I define success now, Brandy, is literally a peace of mind. Um, I define success as my family is still here. I still have my mother and my father. Um, my family is okay. I have peace in my home. Um, I, I have. Um, I'm able to, I'm learning how to prioritize because I know we talk about balance, but it's no such thing as balance. But I'm learning to prioritize. At first, it was all business for me. It was like, no, I got to get this. I got to do this for business. And I was neglecting home. Um, my, so I'm learning now how to balance, how to prioritize um, and put things in the priority. So it's God first. I live by this. I'm faithful to my God. I'm faithful to myself. I'm faithful to my family. I'm faithful to my business. And I'm faithful to this process. I'm Daniela Coffee, and I am a woman of faith entrepreneur. And so that helps me to prioritize things. God comes first. I come. Because if I don't give, if I don't got it, I can't give it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I define success by learning to prioritize. I have a peace of mind. My home has peace. Um, there's peace at my home and um, I'm just living, I'm living and walking in my purpose. Yeah. Awesome. No wrong answer there. So what's either your favorite book or book that you're currently reading right now? 
Oh, so I'm reading um, Emotional Intelligence right now. Uh, 2.0 is what I'm reading now. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite books is, I actually have it on my desk, is The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Yeah, um, yeah that book really uh, put things into perspective and it was so much in alignment with my movement. And so um, that's one of my favorite books, The Five Second Rule, but currently I'm reading The Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Um, and that book is by Travis Bradbury and Jean Greaves. Greaves. Yeah. I have to check that out. I've checked out the five second rule and I love Mel Robbins. Yes. Uh, but I definitely have to check out the, uh, the uh, other book that you're reading, The Emotional. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a really good book. Really good book. Um, just really talks about as leaders and how to keep your emotions intact. Um, so it's a really, it's a, it's a really good read. It's a really good book. I actually just started this a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been consistent with reading it, but the parts that I have read thus far, um, it's been really good. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So what's either your favorite tool or favorite app that you use to operate in business? Um, so I am a Kajabi girl. Um, <laughs> um, Kajabi is like, oh, wow. You know, I, from communication to communication with my members, to my courses being in one place, to my CRM, I mean, it's just to my landing pages, to everything that I need in one place, right? So Kajabi is another one. And of course, how I collect my coins is through Stripe. So <laughs> that's always going to be a plus, right? <laughs> awesome, awesome. Listen, always, that's always... Um, always going to be a plus. So those are the two, um, those are the two, currently the two systems, um, some of the two, two of the two systems that I currently use um, outside of a couple of other ones that I use now, but those are two of my favorites. Awesome. Well, thanks, Daniela. It's been absolutely great having you on the podcast today. Can you tell everybody how they can reach you? Absolutely. I am Daniela Coffey, that's C-O-F-F-E-Y, on every social media platform. Um, if you go to Daniela Coffey on Facebook, there's a Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network um, link that will take you to our page, our website, everything is right there. So if you remember Daniela Coffey, you can definitely find Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network as well. Awesome, awesome. Yes. Well, thanks again for your time. Danielle Coffee, everybody, make sure you connect with her. I'll leave all of the links in the show notes. And as always, stay great and we are out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.